I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. we got an awesome show planned for you guys uh, today. Uh, we early in the, the, the new year, 2024, so I want to go over some things that I think benefit most business owners out there, and that's the six biggest threats to your business in 2024. Okay. Again, the six biggest threats to your business in 2024. Okay. All right. Before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Man, fantastic. <laughs> you had another uh, rotation around the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to feel, that. Do you feel any older? Yeah, yeah, man. I, well, well. I feel uh I feel a little older, you know, and everything. You know, mm. you guys didn't know my birthday was past Monday, January eighth. Mm. I turned forty seven years young. Okay, and, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I feel pretty good, man. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. save that, save that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Caught, caught on run like you used to, but it's still running. But it's still starting, right? Yes sir, yes sir. That's all that matters. Just gotta warm it up like a box Chevy, right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I appreciate that, man. But yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool, man. Okay. Shout out to everybody. Gave me a birthday shout out uh-huh. and everything. I love everybody and I appreciate all the everybody reached out to me. Okay. Also, what's up to my producer Sleep Three Sixteen? What's up, Reek? What's going on, Reek? And also, we got in studio guests. My baby boy Will B. Will you know? B in the house. <laughs> He's not gonna be on camera today, y'all. But Will just um. Uh, Give us on that financial literacy today. <laughs> but yeah, we, but he's tired, boy. But now, um, this this particular show I think is very necessary because going into the any year, but even just going into the whole thing of being in business, a lot of times we always think about the pros of going in business. You know, mm-hmm. for me, with something, uh, how the industry is, uh, the money that can be made and things like that, but nobody think about the setbacks mm-hmm. that can go along with it. You know, especially when, you, you know, on the surface, we kind of just really focus on the familiarity. Right, What we know right. is something. Like if you actually uh, maybe uh, a baker or a landscaper, things like that, just the surface stuff, running out of gas, it's hot, or your stove going to break down, things like that. But necessarily, not necessarily going that deep into uh, market threats and things that really can be, uh, devastating your business if you're not on top of it. So that's why I want to discuss with you guys the six biggest threats to your business in 2024. Again, this is the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Right now, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. And But the main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we have probably about 900 videos covering business operation, business finance, and business management. Uh, regardless of what platform you're looking at, guys, make sure you go to Mr. Short on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just say if you had to leave in the middle of the show. Or to just go there and take advantage of all the great information we have uh, currently on the show. Again, that's Mr. Short on YouTube. We also had a call-in number, guys. So if you got any questions, you're new in business, you're currently in business, uh, discuss what we're talking about, the business stretch of 2024, mm-hmm. feel free to call in. The call-in number is 678 740 9894. Again, the call in number is 678-740-9894. Feel free to call in. And again, guys, we said keep we start talking about uh, the business threat. Keep in mind that everything here we're talking about is speculative. And the actual threats, you know, may vary, may differ in 2024. It's essential to stay updated on current events, industry trends, emerging risks, and my list, my last training cutoff potential threats could include so when we're looking at these particular things, you know, in, in particular, just staying abreast, it may vary. Some may, you know, be right on it with you. Mm-hmm. Some may not necessarily even thought about. Some may not even be um, any impactful to you at all. Okay. But okay. I think it's very, very important to look at some of these particular things and look at them and, and just kind of give a, a thought mm-hmm. to how it could impact your business. Okay. okay. Um, before I get started, I'm going to make sure I got all my housekeeping stuff together my birthday was the only thing i wanted to bring up tax season around the corner i'll talk about that at the end of the show okay i just want to just think about uh, everything oh man big shout out to miss nettie her new hot single charles your lunch is ready who miss nettie okay you see you you see that uh the video of the lady charles Uh -uh. your lunch is ready uh-uh you know the uh, so so miss miss nettie uh, miss Miss nettie the uh always cooking charles your lunch ready 
Uh, I don't know what Miss Nate is cooking for Charles. The song is really jamming, but whatever she cooking, Charles has forgotten he's dealing with a big, a bumpy face transsexual. Oh, and I, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I I ain't heard this song at all. Oh, you know, oh, um, Rico Donna shared it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's the hottest thing going right now. <laughs> And all the videos, she's always talking about Charles and Lunch Ready. Oh, what? And I said, they made a video, man. I'm like, how the What is that Joker cooking? They got this Joker done forgot. <laughs> he, hey, hey, he, hey, he coming in. Charles, got your food. The Black Eyed Peas. Uh-huh. Or Rutabagas and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Charles walking eating that food. They made a whole video today. I'm done. <laughs> Rick and Donald, both of them shared today. I, I heard I heard this song nine times. Oh, you see me Nettie, you're going to blow your mind. But I'm sitting there like, the food that good. And he just don't forgot he got his big old transsexual. <laughs> and, uh, it's that good. Shout out to Miss Nettie. Okay. I tell you, okay. you ain't trying Ms. to Nettie. find it. It can be that damn good, but I tell you, you ain't trying to damn find it. Charles. I can't believe this shit. 2024. But again, guys, we're talking about... Uh, the, the top six business strategy business in 2024. You guys, definitely call in. Again, 678-740-9894. Uh, get at 678-740-9894. If you want to chime in in regards to uh, anything that you may feel like is a threat or if you want to just, you know, put it out there and just ask, hey, what do you think about that in regards to any kind of uh, risk that may be associated with your business, feel free to call in, guys. Uh, when we start looking at the first couple of things, that, the first one I want to hit on is, I think anyone have potential if you have any kind of automated systems in your business. That mm-hmm. uh, cybersecurity threats. Cybersecurity. Uh, the threat of cyber attacks, data breaches, and ransomware continues to evolve, requiring business to invest in robust security measures. And well, my business in particular, everybody knows I'm an accountant by profession. We've been in tax business over 20 years. Um, I have to make sure I got a lot of uh, security measures up mm-hmm. because out of everybody's social pretty, mm-hmm. uh, 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 sensitive information. Okay. Names, social security numbers, address, bank information, dependent, dependent, socials, date of birth, all that kind of stuff. So I have to invest a lot into uh, things to protect that. Uh-huh. And I don't like, I'm going to be very honest with you, and again, we're talking about the top threats, and, and I won't, you know guys, you business owners to really be thinking about this. I don't like getting, um, uh, validating my prices. Okay. I don't like, you know, again, because I'm not the cheap tax man. Right, I'm a right. good tax man. And sometimes you put your price out there and people say that's too much. And everybody entitled to feel right, they right. feel like. I ain't finna get in there trying to explain stuff. But one thing about it is just, you know, because a lot of times people come to me on a, uh, on OG tips. Mm-hmm. You know, hey man, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? As far as, you know, getting their businesses set up. Uh-huh. Especially that people that are new to the tax business. And I always, you know, one nugget I always give people, we always work backwards from the cost. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, whatever we, it costs us to run this business, we want to make sure our prices can cover our costs. You know, okay. Certain, you know. But one thing about it, I was just looking at it. I have to have a robust, strong firewall, uh, uh, antivirus, mm-hmm. malware, ransomware. I got to have all that together right. because of that. And that shit ain't cheap. No, right? it's not. So a lot of and a lot of times when people call, they'll look at that, and I know the average person you can call that probably doing taxes, mm-hmm. they don't have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have you know even just best practices just to make sure they're protecting people's mm-hmm. information. And you start talking about what was that like three four years ago, Atlanta? It was several cities. Like yeah, I don't know they, they I don't they, know they took over they yeah. took over they, they services and they had to pay me ransomware yeah yeah I don't uh, it was. Uh, Pretty much most of the major cities, mm-hmm. and you see even some of these major organizations like um, that stuff are getting taken over. The average person won't necessarily feel that because the average person doesn't have a lot of uh, sensitive information. To people, you got your own personal stuff that right. somebody may jip you with and take your stuff, but overall, um, you're not necessarily privy mm-hmm. to having uh, uh, things that people would necessarily want. Right, and right. Regards, you know, just your individual stuff. When you got like a hub where it's, all these... There's so many people's stuff. Exactly, exactly, right. exactly. So that's why you might get those letters and emails every now and then from the credit card company. Mm-hmm. Or something and say, hey, look, we had a data breach. You know, you have, you know, your personal information. Change your password. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been, been risk of exposure and things Change like that. Change your password. But, but definitely, you got to be very careful there. So 
I mean, even if you're turning around, it don't necessarily have to be as deep as Social Security numbers and bank accounts. If you got a landscaping company where you actually got folks' names and information and sat in some kind of, ac- uh, 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 about to say access, but database mm-hmm. where, you know, you're keeping that information. Anything is at a threat to get, you know, uh, taken advantage of. You got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you just got the church registry. That's Everybody's true. Name, emails and birth, stuff. Address, emails and stuff. Uh, people that do, excuse me, illegal stuff, they, they minds on a different level. Hey, you might be looking on the surface like, what the hell do they want? And you have no damn clue what they can do if mm-hmm. they have certain information. Because your mind don't go into that. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, you know, I know people that scheme and scam, and they think on a different level. A than whole different person. level. Mm-hmm. We watched a cyber, a cyber thing where they were scamming people identification one time. And the way they was doing this, all I need is this little, one little piece. And with that one little piece, they got address, and then the address, they got this. I mean, before you know it, they had social, I mean, social security numbers. With all in, this, they did, this was within like four minutes. Check this out. And then with, with that said, though, lad, with that said, lad, um, say hey to your mama. Hey, what's up, mama? What's hey, going mama. on? <laughs> what's happening, mama? Mama a little underweather. Shout out to mom. Hope you're feeling better, baby. Feel uh, better. You know, those are the kind of things where you, you, you think about it, you got that, if you, if any kind of notion uh-huh. that somebody's personal information has got out, you imagine what that can impact your business. Right. Just Real imagine hard. how that can impact your business. Mm-hmm. Guys, so we, again, we're talking about the, the top six business threats, uh, biggest threats to your business in 2024. You got to be thinking of this stuff, right? Uh-huh. The second one I want to go to, remember guys, the call in number is 678. 740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. The second one, man, and I I, I, I probably should have put this first because it, is, it may sound silly, uh, but I think this is probably one of, been one of the most impactful things on business the past couple of years, and that's a talent shortage and workforce challenges. Mm. The, comp- the competition for skilled talent may continue, and businesses need effective strategies for recruitment, mm-hmm. retention, and skill development. How many times have you went into a damn restaurant and you got to wait, shit, 20, 30 minutes, and the damn place empty? Mm-hmm. And then when you get somebody to come see you, they're not necessarily, you know, friendly. This, or professional. That, that. Exactly. We had that experience this weekend. Well, well, well check this out, Lamb. Well, now, again, we're not, take, when we're talking about these member guys, these are the, the six biggest threats of your business in 2024. I want everybody to understand, you're not, do not look at anything we discuss from a consumer standpoint. Look at everything we're discussing today from an owner standpoint, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. The owner standpoint. We're talking about the uh, threats to your business. So you can't look at it from the lens of, I'm going I'm, I'm purchasing uh, or I pay for a service. Mm-hmm. We have to look at it from actually we're the one providing, right? The services, And yeah. so we started talking about that whole thing with just uh, talent shortage and workforce challenges. Um, one bad person, because here's the deal, man, because I know we're in this uh, day and age where everybody wants a, a brunch spot, mm-hmm. restaurant, wing, this, that, and that. Cigar bar. Yeah, cigar bar, this, that, and that. Now, let me tell you something. I don't think people really, they, they people are so caught up in, because I pick up my phone, damn, man, it look grown and mm-hmm. sexy, and everything's cool, you know, the aesthetic stuff, uh-huh. you know, you got the, the whole vibe going, uh-huh. check us out, everybody like coming, you know, see the comments in social media, right, and everybody's just in tune with uh, going and, and, and enjoying it. Have a good right? time. Go and have a good time. But you, then you go, and think about it, remember, we're talking about from the lens of the owner. Right. You so caught up in the higher thing. Look how the food is, the DJ, and all this other mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But you got these ignorant-ass folks working for you. Right. And some of them not even ignorant, just unskilled. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand the whole point of just, you know, people think customer service is just somebody speaking nice to you. Right. Everybody not skilled to get somebody an excellent experience where they feel, well, you can make my worst day my best day. Right. Not only you make my worst day my best day, you made me put it at the point where I want, I might want to give you a big tip. Right. Not only with that, I also might want to give you a great review. Mm-hmm. Not only way I do that, I might go back home. Man, y'all need to go check this spot out, boy. We're live, boy. We had a good time. Right. Hey, man, you need to have such and such. Those are the kind of things where you get where you can over-deliver, mm-hmm. give folks a certain experience, and they're always going to have, you have a retention of people coming to you all the time, right? Right. So it's not like all the time you say customer experience, people being nice to you, but it's just a person 
over delivering and they know the menu inside out. Mm -hmm. They know pretty they much know what tastes good. Exactly, exactly. How to, you know, just be in tune with having conversations mm -hmm. and doing that kind of stuff. Right. But when you go in a lot of these places, <laughs> folks sitting in the corner, they congregate, mm -hmm. you know, folks on their text and their messages and People make a lot of bad decisions and stuff when you come from my own perspective. They want to put family members in there. They want to put people that not they don't feel like they got to pay. Because one thing I want, I want to get a, a notion on, uh, not paying a lot for labor does not necessarily equate a bad employee. Right. I think a lot of times people just don't want to spend enough time grilling people. And train. And tra you know, you, but you know, you can just, even before you train, you know who can be trainable. Right, right. Everybody can be trainable. Right, right, because that's why a lot of folk can't handle school, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying this, you know, next, you know, relation with that, but everybody can't. Like every athlete can't be coached, right, right. right. Great athlete, but just can't listen to folks. So, going through them processes, you got to sit here and just be more uh, uh, diligent with that. Because here's the deal: we start talking about talent and things like that. Those people can be so impactful into your business being great being worse mm -hmm. because we know what everybody living off their phone you know you may go holler at, hey pooch man go check out this little spot that was cool right. you may do that if you remember it you know we were talking about it. let's say man we're gonna go to east point boy go check that out right outside that man i come to your mind but let them give you a badass day <laughs> i'm gonna remember that you always <laughs> before you done made a negative comment one star don't right. go right horrible day this that and that and trust that me and it happens all the time. I did this weekend. I'm telling you, and we wasn't, and we wasn't even customers. We were actually there to work, but, and they then and the people working there was terrible. Really? Yeah. Oh, Y'all was at uh, the open mic. Yeah, yeah right. That's right. right. The that people was... there was terrible. Really? The people working there was horrible. But that ain't your first time having that little experience, is it? Uh, not no, there. But at that place, it was because really? I heard that place was supposed to be artsy. I mean, it's nice, nice. Ambiance and and stuff, but just the people there, especially. I mean, when you say people, you talking about the customers, or you talking about the employees. We talking about the employees, employees, and the owner. Gotcha. Horrible attitudes. Horrible attitudes. Horrible but, people. Well, that's why I think sometimes we got to be mindful. Again, we're talking about the six biggest threats to your business in uh, 2024. The second one being that talent shortage, workforce challenges. I really want people. If you are thinking about going into business. And you have to have people working for you, contracting folks, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Please take time. <laughs> Please take time and a lot of due diligence. Not just on the whole point of training, but make sure they are a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. So let me give you this golden nugget, guys. People always want to go over the the actual uh, point of you know how to find the right people to hire. You got to see here, guys, and understand whatever service or business that you're providing right with you that product you're selling the service you're doing whatever that is you got to make sure whatever that is that you got the right person working backwards who would be ideal to do this mm -hmm. who would be ideal to work in this landscape and you know i know it ain't gonna fuss a fight who would be ideal to sit up in my shop whatever mm -hmm. who would be ideal to actually be a waiter or cook and hear this that and that you know what i'm saying and that person you can put it out there and just say you want a job, but you know who, and you myself, for example, with the cleaning company, I tend to get, to be honest with you, I wanted older, I wanted older people, when I say older, let's say 40 and up, mm -hmm. they need some extra change, and mm -hmm. they can kind of, would have stable. I right. don't like young folks working the cleaning job. Okay. I never liked that, only because... I wanted people that were more concerned with getting their money, mm -hmm. doing their stuff, they getting their money, than, 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 than they would miss something. Okay. Right? You know, scientifically, right. you know, uh, did I miss out on some of that time with the people? Yeah, I did. But more, for the most part, I got who I wanted. You know, people that wanted consistent, uh, extra income, uh -huh. go to their night job, do they do what they supposed to do, make their money, go because they had to pay some bills or whatever, right? Right. right. I, knew what I, I knew what I wanted. Uh-huh. And then most of the time when I wavered away from it, I got problems. The salon, mm -hmm. um, I I was okay with having empty seats than then, then, then turn around and put the wrong person in. Uh -huh. Because with my salon, you know, I had a salon, you know, I had a salon 17 years. A salon is really about chemistry. Mm -hmm. Even like that with a barber shop too. So at the end of the day, like if if if, if lab working in my salon and lab is consistently paying. I can't bring 
you know, uh, the wrong person in, because now you tripping on one lead. That wrong person might be a what we call a shop hopper. Right, right. They might be me for a month, them for a, month. for a month. But if I got consistent <laughs> people in there, I need to make sure we got a, if we got a culture set up, we stay along in there now. So most of the most of the stylists I led in my salon were in, were in business over 10 years. Mm -hmm. Most of them were north of 30, preferably 35. Mm -hmm. They kind of had like their own clientele. They didn't want to bother nobody, and they didn't want to be damn bothered. Right. They just wanted to be secure, clean. Get in and get out. Yeah, yeah. Everything functioning. It's secure and nothing. Mm -hmm. They didn't worry about uh, breaking in, whatever, and everything was just clean. You know, so they were just... That was just, and I kind of looked for that. So if I got a call from, you know, um, a Young Money, or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Coco Licious, I couldn't let him a shop. <laughs> I couldn't. Right. I couldn't let the last girl. I just couldn't. Right. Could be professional, whatever. I just, I knew that was going to throw the culture out. Right, right, right. right. And you got to be cool with it. Like I said, like, I might go, damn, I think I went almost damn two months understaffed. I'm coming out of my pocket. But I knew the wrong person come in would have really had me damn, damn understaffed, no staff. Right. How, how would uh, a person who owns a business know? I mean, I guess you would kind of know, but how would you know what what you really? Because people get anxious, you know. They get anxious. They're like, man, I gotta have somebody else to do some, this, this, this. And you say waiting on the right person, but if they don't know exactly who the right fit is for that, because you know you got several different people in there, they don't know who exactly the right person is. Then what they're supposed, how they how they gonna fill that position? Because they'll, they'll be waiting forever if they don't know. That's a good question. You have to know what the right fit is. Okay. So you don't your culture, your culture. Do you walk around the, the restaurant or the store or whatever and just fill it out with the people that's there? Uh, no, you can't do that. Like that, that's what I'm saying. You gotta actually go in. That's what, and this that's a good question because far too often people get into business mm -hmm. and open stuff. They don't think about this. Right. And so what happens is they panic. Mm -hmm. That's when they start want to put anybody, anybody in. That's what I'm saying. In. You know, people two, three months, and they need a fry guy, or they need somebody who can flip the burger. Cause Leon about to be, you know, what I'm saying he about to be going somewhere else, or he been there working twelve hour shifts. You get what I'm saying? They need to fill that position. And two, three months down the line, for one, they don't know who the right fit is, and for two, they need to fill that position. They anxious now. What was wrong with what was wrong with me extending everything until I got the right fit in before I started? Mm -hmm. Things can happen. Mm -hmm. Things can happen, but sometimes people be so they don't they they are um, your uh, uh, impatience mm -hmm. can come bite you in the butt because you know, and, and a lot of times the impatience is set in ignorance. Right, they don't take it serious as it is. Uh, but, okay. but, but what okay. I'm saying, because to your question, yes, a, a question that I think a lot of people will look at it, guys. Again, we're talking about six biggest threats you've been in 2024. And we're looking at number two talent shortages and workforce challenges. People think it's all plug and play. Let me yeah. hire some people and put some people in. Mm -hmm. But understand it, you just hiring people, you bring somebody in, they'll mess your shit up. Right. I mean, just really, if you, lab, you go in there with a bad attitude and everything, like, it's so much, there is so much damage. One person could do something in one day that you have built a reputation of years on. That's true. There is so much damage that they can do. Right. Real talk, man. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, what is it hurting you to make sure you got everything together? And here's the other thing you look at. When you start thinking about uh, franchises and things like that, right? Uh -huh. And uh, I was in a position where, in my life, when I was younger, I was uh, uh, with some of the uh, some franchise like Checkers and Rattles, okay. whatever the new locations, right? Mm -hmm. And what always stuck with me, and even though I was, young, I was younger, was that when they had them build-outs and they were actually rolling everything out, they already had the management team in place, and they were teaching everybody their system, mm -hmm. right? Normally, you go work at a fast food, right? It's all plug and play. You can right. put people in right there because the system is bigger than the person. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to have the fry guy sitting there trying to do mathematical equation. You're just doing fries, <laughs> They're just right? doing fries, right? right. So, so you have some people that be rude here and there, but for the most part, if the order is wrong or something like mm -hmm. that, you know, it, it, it uh, the franchise tries to take out the thinking. That's okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah, you just, understand what I'm saying? Just flip the burger, put it on the bun, give to put it out yeah, the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing, you know, where you you gonna go to Roof Chris? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, hey, you can't yeah, take that like temperature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, you got some. People All burgers are well done. There's no medium rare here. Just right. I get yeah, what you're saying. You know, you got some situations. Low, a little lettuce, no mayo. <laughs> hold this, hot hot, da da. Right, you right. Know, person on that damn button, on that damn, you know, they might mess that up. But for the most part, there's not a lot of thinking. Right. right. It's, it's, like I said, it's plug and play. 
And what I mean by plug and play, you just get somebody, you know, pull somebody out, put somebody in uh, with doing that. I say this to say that when you see that, they have the management team in place where everybody knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're already knowing, okay, we're doing that. When you, you, you have to know how your leadership in place when you start a business up. You have to make sure. And guys, remember I told you, I can go to the SBA and get you some coaching or whatever. Mm-hmm. But don't ever, ever underestimate uh, uh, managing leadership and development. Mm-hmm. Don't ever. And you, and you may sit there and say to yourself, man, damn, man, we cutting grass. Boy, you ain't thinking to do that. You ain't trying to do that. They didn't. Right. They didn't. And you didn't think the damn find out they did process like that or not. You know, I'm one of the people I can juggle seven, eight balls at a time. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people can only do two. Two, right? right? And so at the end of the day, you can't have three, four ball jugglers expectations mm-hmm. for somebody to only do two balls at a time. Right, right? I get what you're saying. And I and I, I, I think that uh, until you actually get some fire on your ass, you start losing money and things become a threat, that's on time people get concerned. Mm. You know, and, and right now, man, uh, right the, the right labor, yeah, I mean, the right, just having the right people work for you, man, mm-hmm. it is crucial. Right. It is crucial, man, because, again, remember, guys, we're not talking about, we're not looking at it from the actual, like I said, the consumer or the person that's paying for services. We're talking about as the business owner. We're talking about as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Man, you got, like, you, you have to have, spend some time mm-hmm. and have the right people in place because they will mess your shit up. And that, that's true. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of good service when I'm a customer. When I go into a restaurant or wherever I go to and the service is terrible, I'm going to write a Yelp review. I'm mm-hmm. going to write a Google review. I don't care what happens. I'm going to write one. I wrote a Yelp review some, one time that got over 100,000 uh, views. and, and, and So that's 100,000 people that looked at my negative review on your restaurant. Yeah. And just think about it like this, though, Lab. For the most, usually, I'm not saying this doesn't happen. Like, you know, you got... Because even when you might go to a fast food, you might have, you know, bad customer service. You go to a fast food. But most of the time you go to fast, I don't say most of the time, but a lot of time going to fast food, you also got bad, uh, uh, you know, paying customers. Right, right, right. You know, Cussing folks out, demeaning them and mm-hmm. things like that. A lot of times, depending, and I say that to say that depending on the quality of establishment you, you, you went to, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they may have put something that the owners or the manager in there have some kind of skill level mm-hmm. you know, how to handle stuff. A lot of them don't. Oh, okay. You know, franchise, they kind of, you know, like I said, it's plug and play. They've been trained to do that. Your mom and pop placement, I necessarily had it. Mm-hmm. Not, okay. not necessarily saying that you don't get rude folks. You go to a franchise, you go to a McDonald's, something like that, too. But uh, most of the time, really, it's plug and play. When we have those discrepancies and stuff like mm-hmm. that, um, uh, they can get rid of somebody because they can get, you know, put a new person in. Um, the funky thing, I just think people need to understand when you actually get in that side of it. And you have to have people that are actually dealing with interaction with people or actually doing something with your business. They may just be, they're not even dealing with people. Mm-hmm. They might be cutting up, painting, and everything like that. You got to make sure that you got the right folks. Because you can actually be a painter mm-hmm. or a landscaper. They don't do it right. Now you got to go back over there and do it all over do it again. again. And you might have to get rid of them and get somebody else. See, see, now we see right. how this can negatively impact your particular business because you're like, damn, I. I'm, you know, I ain't get paid extra to go back. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But that's why I always tell people all the time, you know, when we start going, when we go into business, make sure your price is right because I always say, I charge, for if something happened, I ain't tripping about going back and fixing right, it. Right, right. You know, if I turn around and did it on the the super low and something come back, you know, professional integrity, mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it. But, you know, I'm feeling some type of way because I didn't charge what I should have charged from the get-go. I, you I, see what I'm saying? I gave a name for what you what you do. You gave them the round trip price, not the one way price. There you go. <laughs> you have to. Right. You have to because again that way, you know, you know, speaking for myself, something happened, you know, I you know, hey, this they, this came back. Okay, cool, let me get on top of it. Right, right. But you ain't paid me, you ain't did that. What are we doing? <laughs> You're gonna be a little bit reluctant. You gotta do it, but you feel some type of way. Right. You may not have the same such urgency as somebody that Came right. and just took care of stuff. That makes sense. I get what you're saying. You know? I get what you're saying. So, you know, definitely looking at that, guys. Again, we're talking about the six biggest threats of your business in 2024. Guys, call in. Call us. Call in. Again, the call in number is 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. 
the third one is regulatory changes. Mm -hmm. Ongoing and new regulations may pose challenges, especially in industries where compliance is crucial. Staying informed and adapting to changes is crucial. A lot of times we start talking about regulatory changes, rules change from year to year. Mm -hmm. Right? You use my tax bill, for instance. There are things that, we'll, that we could do years ago, back in the rapid refund days, oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right. Now, one of the biggest things I think a lot of times people don't realize tax businesses, by law, circa 230, um, he can't advertise prices. Oh, okay. He can't advertise prices. Not at right? all. Not at all. That's why you don't see that many H and R Block commercials no more. Remember they used to advertise. They used to well, advertise. They, no, they advertise service. You have to have a service. You right. can't put your price. You, I, I don't never think I ever seen an H and R. They definitely. They, they had a price. Right when Rapid Refund, they 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 had prices on there. The prices are what they could get you back, or the what they charge. Oh, what they charge? Like they was like ninety five dollars for this, and some some for that, and Rapid Refund. They used to do that back in the day. Well, now again, Rapid stopped. I'm thinking 05, 06. Uh -huh. So it's been a minute. But as of now, uh -huh. you can't do that. Okay. You can't, you can't do that. It's, it, there are regulations and rules in place that a lot of times I know people that aren't versed with it uh -huh. push certain things, you know. And I think that what happens a lot of times, people don't try to get abreast of certain certain, certain stuff. Uh -huh. um, we looked years ago here in Atlanta. I give a talk about the 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 the, 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 the six biggest threats you've been in 2024. You had a lot of people that were going to events and stuff. You had the young kids that were doing the the, the water bottles and mm -hmm. stuff. They ain't had a stuff together. Right. You know, you ain't got no kind of li no licenses, no this that and that. But you want to go. You know, you you had the places. You know, they ain't bother nobody. Mm -hmm. Quote unquote, not you know breaking any laws, but they weren't licensed. They want vendors. Right. And you going ahead selling these t-shirts and you feel like what's going on? Man, I can't even make a dollar. But you do have people here that pay three, four, five hundred dollars mm -hmm. to be a vendor at this place. Okay. And you just walking out, arms out, shirts and stuff like that. Right. And you can't do it. Okay. Right? Okay. And that's why I say a lot of times people have to actually, you know, spend a little time with doing stuff, cutting corners or using the wrong things. One of the worst things that happened to you, like you got you a house, you know, that um, you getting built from scratch and everything. You trust the builder to be what doing everything up the code, right? Maybe, maybe not. You know, right? Depends. Especially, especially on the stuff that probably uh, the actual inspector probably ain't gonna look at or mm -hmm. may not can't notice whatever. Depending on how they come, mm -hmm. they in a rush or not, they want to look at it, right? Or if they know the person, that's oh, something else. All that stuff coming to play, right? So right. Regulatory changes, man. You got to make sure that you're on top of that because here's the deal. Something that your business was able to do one year, they may not even be able to sell that product or service the next year. Laws and regulations change. Right. You know, those kind of stuff you have to. Well, we always talk about the time. restaurant business. You know, this year you might not be, you might not have to wear gloves for, for this, but next year they might require you to wear gloves and a mask. Or a uh, big one to bring a restaurant ventilation system. Ventilations, right. There are things that, 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 that uh, uh, regulations <laughs> came out uh, this year. For a lot of cigar places, I know on the south side, they wanted to have a, a, a certain kind of ventilation system, and it has to be endorsed by the fire marshal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, they just started up. They, they ain't have it. They ain't got nothing. They got some fans. <laughs> and they, You know what I'm saying? But it's nothing like, you know, because what happens, a lot of times people in the commercial places, mm -hmm. got neighbors and stuff like that. Now they got their place smell like smoke. smoke yeah. And they don't want it and stuff because it went up in the ceiling. But those kind of things, like, Starting now, yeah. they're doing it. Whereas some folk might have been, you know, they thought they were grandfathered in, but those everything's new and different. They got to add that could be massive cost. Yeah, you I make mean, grease traps. Like when I used to manage shopping centers, mm -hmm. at shopping centers, if you have a restaurant, you got to have a grease trap behind the shopping center. People didn't realize that. Like you got to have a grease trap back there. Did y'all make sure they had that stuff before they got to sign the lease? Or they had to have it before they even got the CO. Gotcha. Because the county had to come out and inspect the grease trap. It had to be inspected for cracks and whatever, but they had to have it because it was a high traffic area for one, and it was a restaurant, so you had other people in there. So you had to have that grease trap. You know, it's funny you say that loud. That was one thing when I bought the salon was uh, I didn't know that a salon had to be ready because I had other businesses. I just thought I'd get you know, uh, the business license for that particular local municipality. The salon had to be registered with the state, state board, board, just like any other barber or cosmetologist. Mm -hmm. it, there was a salon thing where they had to come through 
and give me a license. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, I had to have that done. Health department. Health department, the damn uh, uh, fire marshals, mm -hmm. all that. That was my first, that salon was my first, uh, uh, I had offices mm -hmm. for other business. I never had like actually a uh, uh, retail thing like mm -hmm. that where I had to go through that. So that was, that was a big learning curve. But that was one thing that was funky that I never thought about. Mm -hmm. I didn't know in regard because, you know, I'm, I must have rethought it before uh, I bought the salon, but it, uh, it probably came up way heavy with that because I had to actually get some stuff mm -hmm. in place. But actually, they, they get the salon being on the state college right. uh, list. I didn't know that. Yeah, because you got that. people coming to getting their hair done. Even though the, each individual person has a license, it's still your building. It's still your establishment where the hair is being done. So, yes, you have to have a, a, a license. Just like if somebody has a restaurant mm -hmm. in the building, and let's say you have a salon downstairs and a restaurant upstairs, mm -hmm. that restaurant still going to need a license for the restaurant and they still need to be inspected by the health department and uh, um, people who do pools and all that. All them people got to inspect that before you can open. Interesting. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter um, on those things. People don't really realize that how many regulatory, like we're talking about now, how many regulatory, county, city, and state people get involved with your business. Now, it's not just the city, and it's not just the county. It'd be all three of them most of the time. Yeah, especially depending on what the capacity of it was. You know, the uh, some of the service-based businesses that I had, you know, not really no issue mm -hmm. uh, with doing it. But that, that salon, that was one thing, like, man, state was coming out there. State board was coming out all the time. And it would mm. pick up, pop up stuff and everything. Yeah. And slapping them fines on my ass. <laughs> Shit. You ain't got enough water pressure back here at this sink. Hey, this, sink this sink water ain't hot enough. You ain't surprised what they slap you with. You know, like a, um, the, the people that had their damn towels right. in a certain place and all that kind of shit. You were like, seriously? They don't be wanting damn towels around because mold they be wanting. Yeah, it, it's it's really... Because I was going to open a salon with my, with my ex-wife because she had a... a cosmetology license. Okay. And we went through that whole thing, read all that stuff about how... You had to have this. You got to have that. Like sinks got to be a certain amount this away from the wall. You got to have a water pressure. Got to be a certain psi. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, was a lot of stuff I ain't really I hadn't even thought about, but you know, made it through. But definitely, guys, regulatory rule changes. Make sure y'all know that from year to year what it kind of changes. I have to be abreast of all the you know the the, the changes for the tax industry. What was going on last yeah. year was that last year, right. and what's the new things uh, that are applicable, and you know just you know and, and, and being able to explain that to people you know they actually you know new customers. Hey Deontay, I heard I could ride off my goat. <laughs> if I make it make if yeah. I could make it one delivery, it could be a delivery goat. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, it's just some of the things, man. Uh, 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 uh funny tax story. I remember I had a guy, he told me, I never forget, he said, I'm a preacher. And he said, uh, my account, this is over 20 years ago, so there ain't no client, whatever. But I remember he said, I'm a preacher. And he said, uh, I got an account I just opened, but I call it Tithes. Mm -hmm. Now, this man ain't got no damn church. <laughs> okay, no building. So this money, he his money he put into the side, uh -huh. he call it Tithes. Okay. He tithe himself. Okay. So you going to tell me, Damn near fifteen thousand dollars was should be going to church donations, cause this is his money. He a preacher, right? And he tithe himself. Man, get the. I got some stories, boy. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. And he gave me a look like, no, oh, you can't do that, man. <laughs> That's illegal, man. Yeah, like, yo, like, damn, you know, you don't, you know, this is not, this is not rich for nonprofit. Like, right, you right. Know, you ain't got no kind of. You notice. ain't tax exempt. He's telling me this is, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a minister. Right. It's my account called Tithes. <laughs> my, a Tithe account that I spend money on for myself. <laughs> my people, my people. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. I remember that, though. I remember that vividly. But definitely want to stay on top of you. Those business those business regulatory changes. Again, we're talking about the six threats of your business in 2024. We're rolling through them. Uh, the next one being technological disruptions, right? Advancement, again, it's technological disruptions. Guys. Feel free to call in 678-740-9894 if you got anything that you feel may be a threat to your business uh, during this current year, or early in this current year. 
anything that you may wonder about or whatever, feel free to call in. Anybody left in the comments or anything? Nah, nah, I guess nah. everybody's shit going okay. <laughs> or they ain't got it started yet. They ain't got it started yet. So yeah. this is helping them feel, know what they need to look for. Yeah, feel free to call in, guys. 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. And that being, uh, again, that one technological disruptions. Advancement in technology like artificial intelligence, automation, and blockchain may bring both opportunities and challenges requiring businesses to adapt. What, what did Uber, Uber and Lyft do to the actual taxi industry? What did uh, Airbnb and uh, got a friend of mine, she works for a company called Passplit. Mm -hmm. And we were talking recently about how Passplit is like an Airbnb, but they deal more in like the room and house concept. Okay. So say if you got a house with, you know, over four four rooms, mm -hmm. they kind of go in where it's pretty much automated, where they do the whole onboarding mm -hmm. people, and they do, and it's not necessarily can't have any way, you just like in your um, uh, hot markets. Okay. Like Atlanta, okay. Houston, Dallas, you got a four or five bedroom house, mm -hmm. you got, they have, already have that software set up, remote locks on the rooms, mm -hmm. the shared space, maybe the bathroom, and the kitchen. Right. Right. And it's just like pretty much you just got a room house, and they t they want you to have minimum uh thirty day stay, mm -hmm. ideal for a traveling nurse, right, people right. come do business, this that and that. But you got that place, you got a room locked in or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that, these are innovative ways and technology. There people, you know, just right. I mean, I'm gonna count it. When right. I first got in the game, we were working on that damn green grid paper, <laughs> and now you have your ex that same information. You can do it on Excel. Mm -hmm. Technology does two things. It advances stuff and it takes jobs. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to be abreast and, you know, move and pivot when technological advances and changes come along. Come. You have to be, right? Innovation is inevitable, people, and we have to be able to, you know, adjust mm -hmm. properly. Um, I, I've had um, a lot of success probably being around the curve with certain things mm -hmm. that were happening. Um, but there have been a lot of times where you're like, damn, you know, maybe caught off guard with certain things. Right. And I just want to advise people to... Make sure you're abreast with, you know, again, you know, just um, uh, knowing new trends. That's what I was talking about earlier. Some technology just might be good for for the business. You know what I'm well, saying? It might be more, make it more efficient. Well, you know, we uh, we grew up in our car register days. Uh-huh. Well, now you know it's all boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you know, the big thing was that like 15 years ago, the whole uh, Check 21, mm -hmm. when everybody was moving over to the debit cards uh -huh. and stuff like that, being able to do it was just so scary right uh the people now we're looking at what uh biometrics biometrics and stuff right like that it's different mm -hmm. it's different make sure you don't even need no wallet now everything be in your phone you just think exactly. about that like your id your your credit cards you just swipe up your phone to pick what you need well just think about it like, and you you got to make a conscious decision on that if you're going to be uh uh opposing mm -hmm. certain stuff like you know i talked a lot i got family member because they so um anti-computer mm -hmm. Shit, you can't, you know, they don't want to do nothing. <laughs> they're going to be behind. And they, exactly, they're totally behind the curve. Mm -hmm. And no technological disruptions, man, you got to be prepared for it, man. Um, uh, just how, you know, the radio, I had a conversation earlier today in regards to, you know, how uh, the internet, mm -hmm. you know, Google in particular, <laughs> how they have to throw a monkey, uh, big monkey wrench into the radio industry. Mm -hmm. You see, uh, I think Cox is maybe moving Frank Ski over maybe to the radio, the TV side, but he's no longer on the show. Oh, really? Uh, uh, the radio show. But I don't necessarily know if they said he fired him, but mm -hmm. I think he's maybe moved to more somewhere else in the company. Visual. But, 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 but with that, that point being said, radio rough. I got a cousin of mine, he does operation manager, you might be listening to, but he uh for one of the radio stations here. Mm -hmm. And I remember the conversation over 10 years ago, <coughs> maybe about 15 years ago, really. Hey, man, what you think about, you know, a lot of y'all losing ass spots mm -hmm. on, you know, to the Internet? Well, you're going to need a radio. The radio's all going to be needed. Just In, Right. I, I felt then, and I feel that was a totally uninformed answer. Right. That, you know, he just really was like, it, it, you know, it was damn near like it was a gimmick. Right. And look what we had now. Man, I, I remember back in 03. Radio spots on a V13 ALK, it's like they would get like five, eight, ten thousand dollar packages. Mm -hmm. And them shit, that, that same stuff ain't even going for hundreds of dollars now. Right. But at the end of the day, why the hell, are, you know, you don't even really be thinking about it because right. uh, most people, you can get the same stuff on Google. 
Instagram. Or Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Right. For, 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 for crumbs today. And, and you actually, you're in control of You can actually hit the right people that you want to hit. Mm-hmm. So, what the hell are you advertising on the radio? Right. Unless it's something that you probably, there's some things that probably I think on the radio you need, like, uh, off the top of my head, those uh, uh, local restaurants and local. clubs. But even with those, if they hit the right markets, like local podcasts and local internet radio stations. Absolutely. It it'll be the same. It's I mean it may be see the problem. I think radio won't go away as quickly as we think it will is because people still have in their mind that you could be heard on that. Like they don't think you could be heard on the on the internet with these internet stations or, or nothing. So they they physically want to be heard on the radio in your car driving. That's the only advantage that radio has over everybody. Very, I think that's a very small number because. Right. Hell, you can only hear me on the radio, but you can see me on the internet. Right. So I think that's just, that's just, that's, that's, I don't necessarily know if it'd be an end to the radio, but it definitely is not as, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, a, a time frame, how long it'll last. Right, right. But I, I think it's Sundell, but it definitely, I, I, that was a very, um, uh, it was definitely one of those industries being radio. They underestimate their opponents. You know, they always mm-hmm. talk about Kmart and mm-hmm. Walmart and, and JCP. They, they underestimate They underestimate their online, online yeah. shopping. Yeah, definitely, definitely do it. And you see the guys, some of the jocks, uh, it was a good point for mine we were talking about earlier in regards to a lot of those guys. Maybe contracted in, they can't do their own little podcast and mm-hmm. stuff like that because they may work for the radio station. I get that part. But I do think that uh, a lot of them missed the boat. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to uh, <coughs> capitalize on that, you know, make that money. Yeah, we'll, we'll, as far as streaming and things like that, but definitely be ready for technological different uh, 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 disruptions. The last one, make sure we got all these. You've got e- economic uncertainty. Oh yeah, economic uncertainty. Thanks, appreciate it. Larry. Yeah, economic uncertainty. That being economic fluctuations, inflation, global economic events can affect businesses, influencing customer behavior, and overall financial stability. Economic uncertainties, guys. I mean, that's the one to hold us with. People right now, they don't want to buy a new house. Mm-hmm. Why people want to move? Why people want to lose their job? They don't know what the hell is going on. Right. Are the housing prices going to drop? Is the rental prices going to drop? Are they going to stay up? Whatever. Can I get the cars cheaper at a certain amount of time? Mm-hmm. They got people really sitting there. And all the while, you got this business going on. Shit, I need y'all to do something. something. <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all worry about inflation. Right. Hell, I'm, I'm worried about, about, sh- I'm about to close. Yeah. <laughs> But you got to be prepared for that kind of stuff and, and be able to adjust your pitch accordingly, mm-hmm. depending on what, 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 what because uh, the the economic state that you're in and reality is just, it's just that. Right. So we got to sit here and just make sure that we can be able to navigate and move with that, right? So far too often, I think people underestimate the, the, the situation the next person going through. Mm-hmm. You know, we got our state of the pocket, right? We start our state of the wallet. And I understand that we'll say, okay, they poor, but not looking at the psychological side of it. Mm-hmm. People trying to really survive, and they don't want to do certain things. That's but, it. But they find money on certain things that are important to them, right? Like, I might not necessarily be like, man, I don't really want to invest in getting that car and stuff like that. But they might spend it at the club. They might right. spend it at the restaurant. <laughs> they might, might spend it at the end of the world. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Shoes. Right. And so you got to find time to find the right pain points to reach at people. But a lot of it do be based on, you know, really how, you know, uh, 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 what people find important mm-hmm. for doing that. But I mean, you think about the inflation rate the the Fed's talked about today. Inflation still went up 3.49%. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. even though they, they're they not going to go up on the um, interest rate anymore, they say they're seeing the stock going. They're seeing the stock. They see that. Uh, 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 a downturn, but it still went up 3.49%. But the raised rate was seven, eight times last year. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I mean, they haven't done it yet, but it still might be a situation where they like, she, you know, pass because, you know, again, once they start looking at the data, you never know. Right. right? You know, just the, the last conversations where they saying, hey, things are going in a certain direction. And it's tough. Because mm-hmm. all the while, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on my phone and looking at people, you go buy your house because they just trying to find, I applaud it. Mm-hmm. And you know they're trying to they'll put the pros of buying a house right. at a certain time now. But damn man, like no, nah, this is not at twelve percent. Cause why would I sell my house, my my house right now and get this amount of money, and then I gotta go buy a little house for the same damn price that I sold it for? Right. That don't make any damn sense. <laughs> and imagine how many damn geniuses they, they got that. You yeah. know what I mean? 
They don't about spend their money on a damn or they met in an apartment <laughs> that's cutting their damn you know all that money the profit that they felt they made for selling the house mm-hmm. in hell. Yeah, that's what that's what Slick say because we got the two idiots across the street. They sold their house when it was like four something, and. Uh, and seems like, well, what they gonna do when they gotta go rent an apartment for fifteen hundred? I mean, for for twenty four hundred dollars a month. That, we'll get a smaller house for right. the same price. For, for so say four hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense, and you know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of times people don't necessarily have full sight. Right. They just see the they just see the zeros. Yeah, and you know, it, I I think most business owners need to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I I, I like to, I like to go to like the restaurants and bars during the week. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I kind of like you know, not necessarily. I ain't too big on the crowd thing. Sometimes right. I'm watching games online, but just like restaurant or bar, I kind of make you well, you know, don't be as packed. But I see a lot of times. I think a lot of businesses, you know, like it's kind of tough to survive on two or three days a week. So yeah, you got to be as a weekend or not, and they didn't really don't be prepared for that. And like I said a lot of them, like you talked about earlier, might go into panic mode mm-hmm. with certain stuff and everything. But, but it's, it'd be inevitable. Yeah, slow time. People slow ain't time. Working, people ain't making the money. People ain't receiving. Especially what they have going on. Or you right might now. just not have a good place. But I mean, you have a good place. We go know. back to the, the the uh, hiring the proper folks. Yeah. The vibe in there might be look good, but uh-huh. people have been in there and it just don't look good. So that's an economical issue. See that? See how all that ties together? Yeah. That's an economical. Uh, Uncertainty is being caused by the talent that you're hiring because people don't want to come in there. Don't want to come in there, and also, man, like you know, use right now for uh, a perfect example. A lot of folks went broke, criminal. Mm-hmm. So you now you sitting there like you know they leveling up, trying to do certain stuff because you know I remember just me being a landlord. You always gonna get that. You always gotta work with them criminal times. Right, right. Cause like oh, at the end this, that, and that. That's why I got the hell out of being a landlord and start getting property managers. Uh huh. Cause nobody came by, pay their damn rent, and something. <laughs> and January rent definitely gonna be late. Right. right? Like just like like a, it's a three month from December to February. It's shake. Some bullshit going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that was just part of the game with doing mm. that kind of stuff. But from economic certain, like say inflation, uh. uh, uh Global economic things, you got to make sure, especially when you are in a particular business that mm-hmm. has, um, um, uh, what is the word? Your particular business is affected by things in another industry or whatever. You know, okay. you're selling cars, you got a car repair place, mm-hmm. you made a chip shortage, you know, because of that, it was affecting what you was able to do, provide the services. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain other things where, you know, when you know other things, especially from a global perspective, you sell a, you got a restaurant, you sell a, got a little grocery store or whatever, mm-hmm. because things got imported in, you know, because of tariffs here, water, all kind of stuff going on, that may affect you. So people have to be, again, you got to have some kind of foresight and be on top of any kind of trends that uh, uh, that may can inf- uh, impact your business. Right, right. Anything that may turn your business. I think on, I think on a lot of these things... I believe that people just get so busy into the business and so caught up into trying to make the business success, they don't realize these outer, these external things can make the business fail as well. That's why a lot of people don't look into this stuff. Well, people, people are so caught into what we, what I talk about all the time. They forget that they're not paying for their product or service. Uh-huh. They'll say, "I like this, I like that," but you're not buying this shit, right? Right? Well, I think this would be nice. I think that'd be nice. Right. Which it may be nice to you. Right, but it may not be a big deal to the vast majority of people that are gonna uh, buy your product or mm-hmm. acquire your service and everything. They might not gotta, like purple plates. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> all the light stuff that you know what I'm right, saying. Right, right. You, you love them. them. <laughs> and, 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 and and a lot of times when people get caught up into that, uh, that's why you see the franchise like ain't nobody really got no skin in the game. Like mm-hmm. this is it. This is the uh, 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 the way we're gonna deliver mm-hmm. how everything gonna look. But we start getting into how you what you determine is beautiful. That's when you kind of lose out with that. So you got to be very, very careful with that, guy. I mean, the Chick-fil-A's and all them stuff, they are static. They have this drawn-out map. I don't care how many franchises you own, they all going to look exactly like this. You yeah. get what I'm saying? It is, this, is, this is the framework. This is the template that you go by, or you don't get a franchise. Plain, period, point blank. Subway is starting to go back there. You know, Subway used to have a thing where the franchises didn't have to necessarily do what the corporate office said that they had to do. Well, since they've been sold recently, uh, last year, the family the family sold it to another company. The the uh, company saying, no, nah, all the franchises, if we offering a coupon for $5 subs, they all got to offer the $5 subs. 
I didn't I didn't know they were they functioned like that. Yes, at first subway like if they had a, a promotion where they was getting five dollar subs. If the franchise he didn't want to sell five dollar subs, he didn't have to. Interesting. But now they going they going back to the structure of the new owners are like, nah, if we offer two dollar subs with chips and a drink, every restaurant's gonna offer that. Or they're gonna lose their franchise. I just would assume that everybody kinda stay, you know, well well, you know, and, and they do say some of the commercials uh uh this may be determined by local Right, they, right. They, 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 I do hear that disclaimer. They they changed that though because they were saying like this is not it messes up. The, the restaurant, because if I come to this subway and they offering the special, then go to subway around my job and they not offering the special, I'm not gonna say it's the local owner. I'm gonna say subway full of shit. Yeah, it, I mean full of crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, like it gives no employee more pleasure to take you. Nah, we ain't doing, we ain't doing that. <laughs> not at like, this subway. I got the coupon. Well, we don't take we don't it take down. the coupon. <laughs> well, what are you taking? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's like what the ultimate. They can just when they can tell you no. And be about right, and be right about oh, it, cause they man. don't take it. I ain't, I don't want you to think about it. Now that's interesting, lad. Yeah. Again, guys, we're talking about the six biggest things, six biggest threat to your business in 2024. Guys, call in. I know every everybody got you know you know. We're, again, we're talking about business owners and, and uh, uh, going through different challenges, seeing different things that could be difficult or cause some kind of adversity to your business. In, you know, in this this year of 2024. Feel free to call in, guys. Ask me, run it by me, get a call in number 678-740-9894. Everybody's uh, sad about Belichick and Saban. They ain't, they everybody crying right now. That's interesting. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. But they not, they crying about it right now. Yeah. Saban, Pete Carroll. A mm-hmm. uh, couple guys, you know, were doing it. Someone got fired. Shout out to Falcon Fire Arthur Smith. Right. Shout out. Shout out. I don't know how the hell they're going to go through that, man. You know, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. You know, we don't have so many damn bad seasons. Atlanta's just a, we need a good, I mean, it's the perfect city. Right. To have stuff going good. It, it is because so much going on here. Yeah, it's yeah. so much. It's, it's good city to have good teams. Yeah. Because you can make a ton of money with good teams because so many people come here to visit. Yeah, absolutely. You think about all the movies being made. Lionsgate right down the street now. Yeah. You think about all the movies being made. And all people from Hollywood coming that's going to want to see the Lakers and the Hawks play if the Hawks is a good team. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's definitely needed. Definitely needed. But, guys, again, we're talking about six biggest threats to your business in 2024. And we're on our last one, that being brand reputation management. The influence of social media and instant communication on a company's, re- or a company's reputation continue to be a concern. Require, require, requiring proactive reputation management. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this to you because, you know, I would appreciate, you know, Lab and Fletcher Reek get on me sometimes. I've had some of my pages. We've had some of the automated posts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Reek sell it like a damn bot page. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah it does. Just, and then sometimes you can put out the wrong image or information out. It can be, you know, detrimental. Mm-hmm. Some of it can be great. But you have to make sure you got the right stuff going because, in your mind, in my mind, sometimes I felt like I was, I had to get, uh, keep things looking busy. Mm-hmm. But that's why sometimes it don't necessarily be the right uh, thing for that, mm-hmm. right? But 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 it's very very important to that. And sometimes you can get a wrong image out with certain things. Mm-hmm. I've experimented before. I think I, the, if you haven't noticed any of my platforms, I've experimented a lot with those. Uh, those 10, 15 second cap cut videos mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, just do some things like that. And that kind of worked a little bit effectively on the change of lives. He really did that with Mr. Short Dollar. But those kind of things helped and everything. But just being on top of how you know, that social media image is with mm-hmm. that. Because again, what we talked about earlier, um, uh, you pick your phone up and on YouTube, um, you know, Deontay Burden, uh, bar and pub right. worker slaps little kids. <laughs> right, right. Lady gets this, that, and that. And you hear it, man, it's viral to your point, but you get that negative review. Like, damn, man, you know, my brand management just, you know, depends mm-hmm. because we've done certain things. And because once bad hits that spiral and everything's going right. crazy, it can be detrimental to your business. I'm going to give you one good example. Last year sometime, it was a restaurant, local restaurant. I want to say it was in Woodstock or somewhere around. Well, a lady went in the store, went in the restaurant, had a phone out, and it was a restaurant. I know no offense, but there was white folks in there, and she had a camera out, and the white folks were like, why are you coming in here? This is our place. You know, just 
But the person who owned it was Chinese. But the white folks were like, you're not supposed to be in here. This ain't place for you anyway. This Black woman. Yeah, this is our place. So, of course, she posted it. Now, when you go, I, I just happened to go to the comments on Google. All they saying is, this is a racist place. Don't go here. And it's not one or two people. It's hundreds of thousands of people that said this now. Well, you get what I'm saying? How, how, how messed up that branding got by just that one post. Yeah. And guys, remember what I said. The key thing, what I want everybody to remember, with this show in particular, do not look at what we're discussing from the vantage point of the consumer right. or the person paying for the service. Look at it. Listen, everything we're talking about, you're the actual business owner. Owner, right. And to that point, you, you got this whole, you know, this viral video going out. And then you say, okay, I, I put all this money into the aesthetics. I put all this money into uh, social media posts, uh, everything like that. But now I got somebody posting these negative videos that mm. went viral. You can't recover from you can't, that You shit. can't recover from A, you, you can't did, beat it. Yeah, because the advertising you did, you paid for it. Right. This shit free. Free. <laughs> That's going free. The, the algorithm going crazy. Right. People sharing it and all kind of stuff. Man, it's and they crazy. wear your Google reviews out. Man, wear you it, out on Yelp. It, 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 it's rough, man. It's rough. And you got tons of people that are what? Reluctant. Mm -hmm. One of my dogs had a good spot right there. Off, uh, you know, this is one of my, one of my partners, man. Had a, a barbecue spot right off Tara Boulevard. And I go on TikTok about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Stay the hell away from this place to food. Now, my boy is a very conscious business guy. Right, right. Um, I think, kind of, you know, he probably wasn't as receptive to the place because he had other things going on. Okay. But I know damn well, if he was the type of dude, if something was wrong, he'd have been on top of it. He would have fixed it, right. But it just, it was, that video had so much traction. Mm -hmm. It was just so detrimental. I felt some kind of, I felt some kind of like with my friend's mm -hmm. spot. Because I was like, you know, I did inbox the guy. Hey, man, why don't you just reach out to the owner if something was wrong? Right, right. Like, I know the guy. He'll have a conversation with you. Uh -huh. I thought that was some punk shit in the main right. video and everything. But I'm just feeling that way because my friend. Right. Oh, um, but definitely that was one thing that just really just stopped the halt of the whole lot of stuff. Because mm -hmm. if people, you know, it, it, it's cool to look at a little... The videos, like you see, you know, I, I can see the bars and the ladies sitting there, they legs right. greased up. You know, this like that. You know, like, hey, man, you know, you. you know, that's where I want to be. You right. know, somebody special go there and everything. Hey, this way, hey, hey, that's where, hey. Right, so right. So to your partners or whatever, everybody cool. <laughs> that's that's it. Right. The ladies see the stuff. The women got the mimosas popping. And uh -huh. Grown, you, grown, yeah, people, yeah, grown, grown, so, grown you know folks I mean? stuff going on here. And it's cool. Then right. you get them, oh, Lord. <laughs> You got there on the wrong you night. You didn't got there on the on the Sukiana and uh, uh Six uh, Red uh, night. <laughs> See, you went on Thursday night. They decided to go on Saturday night. It was the same. What the same crap? Sure, go damn super lace front, tatted up, eyelashes, look right. like an old girl from the fucking she was on the Muppets. I mean, what can you do? Right, shiniest lips you ever seen in your life. Nails ten feet long. Right. What you want? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on one second. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me call you back. I'm at work. Right, we'll talk about it. And you sitting there like, what? The, you know what, what the hell? What the hell? Right. Huh? And it happens far too often. All the time. You're dealing with your cousin. <laughs> and look, man, this is my livelihood. This is my business or whatever. My stupid ass don't want to spend no time hiring the right people. Right. I just, you know what I'm saying? You like, just got them up. Somebody re refers somebody else for a job. And, and, it, and it destroys you. Mm -hmm. So, guys, I really want you to take away from the show we talked about tonight in regards to the six biggest threats to your business in 2024. Again, the six biggest threats to your business in 2024. Be very, very conscious. Remember, guys, if you have to look at this video again, go to the YouTube channel, Mr. Show Dollar, and, and make sure you subscribe to the channel and look at the video in its whole entirety. But remember, guys, when you listen to the information we talk, I think that's the key thing what we're talking about. Make sure you're listening and looking from the vantage point of a business owner, not somebody purchasing. Not the purchaser, right. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, a lot of people want to go down that road of entrepreneurship. They want to start a business and do certain things, but they don't have the right mindset. Mm -hmm. You got to get out of the purchaser mindset mm -hmm. with doing it. You guys got to understand that, look, I'm one providing this service. And I got to be able to sit here and say, okay, not what I feel about certain things. Because the customer isn't always right. Right. The customer's not always right. But the customer's always paying you. Yeah. And you got to just understand that, look, 
you know, am I doing, you know, I'm not, I never, ever agree with somebody, let somebody disrespect them. Mm-hmm. Cuss them out, spit on them, and do some stuff. Oh. We've seen so many crazy videos. Never, I'm never going to say that. Mm-hmm. But how seriously to argue with somebody is just somebody stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, come on, man. Well, you know you right. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, 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 oh. like, look, man. They got some challenges going on. Let's just, just, just take care and get my money. Let's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I can't get. You know, like, you know. Sometimes some people might want the last word. They might want to do this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. But you gotta just how serious is it? Mm-hmm. Lose the battle, win the war. Lose the battle, win the war. That's simple. Right. So listen, guys. Best of luck to you guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in again. Uh, one more time, I do want to shout out everybody. Who gave me birthday wishes on Monday. I really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. All you guys, if you haven't already, make sure you go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Almost 900 videos on the YouTube channel covering business operations, business management, business finance, entrepreneurship, uh, basic financing. Uh, we got an active grant place with over 150 grants. I got a video coming out for the top grants for 2024, also the grants for veterans, also the grants for farming, all that stuff coming out in the pipe and everything like that. Also got my book be out in the next month or so and everything, so I do want to tell you guys again. From the bottom of my heart, and my baby boy will be. He ain't it to you. Will be. Will be. You got on headphones on. <laughs> Give a shout out to everybody from Mr. Oh, Mr. Short Dollar. Huh? Give a shout out to everybody on oh, Mr. Short Dollar. Just say thanks for uh, tuning in. Oh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> so right. Me and my baby boy say thanks for tuning in. And also, I want to tell everybody thanks for uh, supporting my Misfits Radio, Misfits TV family as well, and stuff like that. But definitely. Great show, guys. Great show. I need you guys to start calling in with your questions and everything like that. We could have got a lot of good information and a lot of. You never know what your question or what your insight how it might impact somebody, somebody else. else's. Right. Wasn't even thinking about it, okay? But listen, guys, y'all take care. Be safe. Enjoy your new year, and I'll talk with you soon.